Welcome to the Cosmic Welcome. Ocean. Um, my name is Nayeli. And I'm Fatima, su servidora. Okay. And before we start, I do want to acknowledge that here in Denver, Colorado, we are on the unceded land of the Arapaho and Cheyenne peoples, amongst many other peoples that have traveled to this land. And it is important to acknowledge that we are on stolen land. And, and we the, need to give the land back. And all the individuals individuals that have been displaced. Oof. Ashe. Ashe. Uh, we were working today with this agency that works with uh, people experiencing, experiencing homelessness. And it's just becoming such a problem here in Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's like getting worse and worse and worse. Which yeah. is so sad. And then they're being kicked out from the spaces where they can find resources easily. Yeah. Denver. Yeah. And being pushed all the way to the outskirts. And then it's like, and, and most of them, not not most of them, the majority of them are just individuals, you know, working class people who one day, you know, get laid off. And then they have nothing to do. And, and also, like, no, they can't find a job and all this shit happens. But then also individuals who experience mental health, right, mm-hmm. illnesses. And they just don't get the support that they need. Yeah. And it's just, it's so sad. It's such a, we have such a messed up system, you know, that Well, it's support. not messed up. It's exactly what it's supposed to be doing. <sighs> it's doing exactly what it's supposed to, what it was built so to sad. do. So, so sad. we have to abolish all that shit. So I work for a nonprofit here in Colorado, in Denver, where we um, focus on victims of crime. And so we support individuals who have um, been victimized. And I specifically, I have two different roles right now. So I specifically work one as a paralegal and I serve undocumented victims of crime. So um, individuals who have been victimized by partners, by strangers, and I help them through their legal process. And then my other um, role is I'm currently working with a translation and interpreting center where we also serve victims of crime. So we provide interpreters and we provide contractors um, who go and support um, individuals who need assistance with a language, who need language support. And so a lot of our clients, most of our clients are... um, Victims, a lot are undocumented, and um, just individuals who need help through the legal process. Right. And so today, so that's my main job. But then we do all kinds of other stuff in at, in the agency. And today we had a, um, it's called a compassion fatigue workshop. And so that's one of the things that I also work with. And we serve, we provide this service to other agencies who um, are feeling that um, vicarious trauma. So vicarious trauma is like the trauma that we get, it's secondary trauma. So me working with victims of crime, you know, I'm constantly surrounded by people's stories and all their stuff that they come. So they come and they trauma dump on me. They, they yeah. dump everything. Mm-hmm. So now I know, but before I didn't, so I would just take in all that. And so that, take in all that trauma, take in all that stuff. And so what that becomes is, that becomes, um, vicarious trauma so I'm my body myself I'm experiencing that trauma um one of the things that we have learned is that by taking care of yourself by having really good self-care um really good boundaries you're able really good resilience you're able to not absorb that that um vicarious trauma or you're able to shield yourself better and work through it and then hence you don't get that compassion fatigue so you don't become you know you don't burn out Mm -hmm. so we provide this service to teach um other professionals who work in this field how to take care of themselves how Mm -hmm. to provide that for themselves what they give to their clients Mm -hmm. to fill up their own cup right yes 
So I think that's so important. Always. And it took me many, many, many years. I think barely, I think I just realized maybe in the last, gosh, maybe the last year. How? Right? That I have to take care of myself first. Mm. By How did you come into that relationship? By actually taking care of myself. Oh. Like by actually putting myself first. Because mm. I think mm. that being a mom, being a Latina woman, being a Mexican woman, being a Mexican wife, is like we are taught, especially as Latinas, that we need to take care of everybody else first. We need to take care of the husband. We need to take care of the children. Everything has to be good, and then we can take care of ourselves. But we are taught to be selfless and, and to give everything away, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that, especially this year, is when I'm actually putting that into practice mm. and actually taking care of myself. Right. And do stuff for me. Right. And we go back into that understanding. And I think we talked about it briefly. But I've been talking about it all fucking week about how you can't experience it until you stop trying to understand it. And even, and then when you stop understanding it, you experience it. Mm. I don't know if that makes, does that make sense? You can't experience it until you stop trying to understand it, but you can't understand it until you experience it. Right. So, so in a sense of like... I'm just like, wait, what? So it's like, so what you're trying to say is, I didn't know that I wasn't taking care of myself until I went through that process of not taking until care you, of myself. No. What I'm trying to say is that you didn't know that you weren't taking care of yourself mm -hmm. until, but you knew cognitively mm -hmm. what you needed to do to take care mm -hmm. of yourself, but you never did it. Right. And then you started experiencing it. You started doing what you were yes. supposed to do. Yes. And then you finally understood it. Yes. And, oh my gosh. And, and that concept is everywhere and oh everything. And I think that this year I've just really learned how to actually practice what I preach. Right. Mm. Like, I, I'm a yoga teacher, but my, my personal practice was off and on. And so I think finally this year has been really consistent. And I'm actually putting in that work. Um, and doesn't it make a huge difference? <laughs> oh, my God. It's a huge difference. Yeah. You know, I'm not to toot my own horn, horn, but I'm a really good yoga teacher mm -hmm. because I really like it. And yeah, I really you, you go are. in and I, and I connect. But it's part of my gift too, and, and so it's like a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. So I really like to teach. I really like to connect. And but now that I have my own practice, like I'm, I'm doing a lot more. I don't know different movements and just I don't know just flowing more. Mm -hmm. Just go. I never prepare my classes either. Mm -hmm. I just go with it. But now I feel like I have just so much more to pick from. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, it's I so think nice. that's been a theme for you. Um really doing what practicing what i preach yeah mm. for, a, for i don't know since we started our healing sessions not to brag not to toot my own horn but Why yeah you tooting it? No, I'm because i'm the one that provides these healing know, sessions and look kidding. at your life aligning right? and you finally understanding what you've been trying to understand for months oh my god so we can i can share it right the yeah, meditation so then i finally started meditating right like me, Nayeli's been telling me, Nayeli's been telling me to meditate forever. So I finally started meditating, but like actually meditating. Cause I've been meditating, but I'll do five, 10 minutes and I'm just watching the clock, just like, but this time I Inconsistently. Like, super inconsistent, but. What did it look like? It will look like I would go to bed and be like, oh, let me meditate. Five minutes, five minutes, okay, I'm good. And what, what was meditation like? Like, what would you do? Just lay there? So I would sit there or lay there, put on some music and close the eyes, you know, and mm, I just try to not listen to my thoughts, and I would check the time, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I would do, okay. and finally, I think I understood that I just need to let go, mm -hmm. I just need to let go, and how, I, 
and so I just stopped worrying about trying to meditate literally because mm. then I was like oh no I need to meditate but then how do I meditate I stopped thinking so now what I've been doing is I just go into it let it go if thoughts come in I acknowledge them you know I don't pay attention but I acknowledge them and then just let myself go but I think one of the things that really helped me I don't know when you said it I don't know if you said it in the last podcast but you said that yeah you go into this dark room or into this really light room and I remember when I would start meditating before I would always go into the light room and I'd be like oh shit bye okay so like, oh my god okay so what I hear is that you would meditate and then you'd reach this point where you'd get into the white room and then yes. dip yes okay. yes yes Why? I'd be like cause I didn't know what the white room was <laughs> and you were never curious like I, I, I was scared I guess I guess well, that's what it comes down to. I was like, oh, God, no, I'm not going to go in there. Shoot. Mm, they teach us not to talk to strangers. Yeah. Right? Okay, but look, look, let me tell you my perspective. Uh-huh. I'm super nosy. Oh. That's why I love what I do. But so whenever I go places, and it's so funny, whenever I go places, like to grandma's house, dad's house, I'll go through everything. Like, I'll just like... Dee, 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 dee. You are just like your uncle. <laughs> Who? My brother. Oh, really? <laughs> That's what he fucking... I didn't know. Like, when he stayed with us for a couple of weeks, oh my God, he would go through everything. <laughs> and I'd just be like watching him, like, God dang. Oh. But he's like, I'm just so nosy. I'm yeah, just so nosy. I don't know. Oh, That's what he said. And it wasn't malicious. It's just like... No, yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I remember I went to go visit dad, and I was going through everything. Like, dead ass. Just looking around, looking to the... Grabbing things, putting it on, you know? But then, so when I went into the white room, it was... Okay, what's going on? Who's here? No, 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 no. You know what I mean? It was that same curiosity of what's going on. Oh, how interesting. And then the thing is that because I felt like I was still in control, I wasn't scared. You know what I mean? Oh. You know me. I'm also really scared. I'm a scary cat. See, that's interesting because for me, it's like, oh my God, I have no control. Mm. I need to get out. Mm. That's what, that's what. But now... Now I just go with it. Mm. But I, I do, I'm going to confess, I do fall asleep or I feel like I fall asleep. But what I'm, one of the things that I learned and when I was talking to you as well is like when that happens, it's something that's like sometimes your mind can't deal with it yet or your 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 psyche, your consciousness can't deal with it. So they you just take you away. Right. right. So. Or what I've also been hearing is like so you, you're using a lot of your own energy, mm-hmm. a lot of energy that you usually don't work with. Mm-hmm. And you get tired it's like mm. when you're doing spiritual work you yeah. get tired so what i started doing is when i feel the really really tired mm-hmm. during my meditation i'll call on to pachamama and um, ask and like really <clears throat> envision the earth the earth is pachamama holding you holding me the roots like coming up and also feeding me Mm-hmm. giving me energy mm-hmm. and so then when i feel tired i'll change the rhetoric or i'll or i'll speak mm-hmm. into the existence give me more energy so i could keep going mm-hmm. feed me your energy so mm-hmm. i could keep going mm-hmm. and then it's like como si nada mm-hmm. so try that i'll try that because then <laughs> i don't even realize and then i hear myself snoring oh <laughs> <laughs> but 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 this is what's so crazy i, I like remember <laughs> <laughs> always the case with you though that's always the case so i hear myself yeah. i don't even know i fucking started i just remember last week you telling me though like
like, yeah, during Savasana. That's what I was going to tell you. So when I first started doing yoga, when I went to a yoga class, I hated it, but I love Shavasana. Shavasana is the last pose. We meditate, you lay down, and we do a trauma-sensitive yoga, so we're out for like five, ten minutes. It's a nice guided meditation. So, God, God damn. So God I would damn. pass out. And I would snore, and I would just wake myself up by hearing myself snore. But oh my god, that was bliss! Like, so that was my first experience with meditation, meditation a couple years ago. And so, yeah, now my meditations are like that. I get to that point, but I don't remember a lot. But I was telling Ailey that I lucid um, dream a lot more. I dream this crazy ass stuff that I need to um, journal. journal about, and then just stuff is making more sense. Like, um, I, my my questions are answered. Um, how like how does that look like how does it feel so well really quickly you're because your dreams are being more lucid you are activating your pineal mm -hmm. gland your third eye your ori you're waking yourself right. up the more that you meditate all right so then a good example would be i guess that um i had a hunch about something you know it was just like oh my god they're lying you know and then a couple of days later maybe a week seven days that person just came up and would just started telling me this stuff and pretty much just they they confirmed. they confirmed they confirmed that they were lying mm -hmm. and without, you didn't have to i have to say anything and and they confirmed they were lying without them realizing that they confirmed they were lying mm -hmm. and i was just like oh, and so when so how did you because you're a generator right so generators um they they respond really well to yes or no questions mm -hmm or just in questions questions in general and it really activates you so how did you get to the point where you knew they were lying like did you ask yourself a question i want to know more about that. so so i get really like curious too and, and diff, kind of like you but different so then that when when they were telling me this whole story i was like my first instinct was they're lying and what did but then your body how did your body so react my body to that? gets like all activated but they, but um what but when they when you heard they are lying did your body say yes or no and then my body was like yeah but then i was like but their story right so i doubted it a little bit but the bit. first thing was your yes. body said yes, yes. They're lying. so then i was like are they lying no are they lying are they lying so then i asked are they lying and i just waited but and when you asked, what did your body say? Yes. So that's two yeses that you heard just straight. Yeah. The first thing yeah. you heard. And so um, normally, though, I would have kept questioning and questioning and questioning. Mm -hmm. And they're like, shut up. I'm like, okay. And so you left it. And I just left it. And you waited to respond. And I waited. Super duper which, generator energy. Yeah, which I was totally acting out of my... Um, so before my work, I was so reactive. I would just react, 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 lash out. And so now, after I've done all my work, and now knowing I'm a generator, I really just quiet and listen. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something my ancestors have also been working a lot with me in shutting up and mm -hmm. listening. Because mm -hmm. I can talk. I like to talk. Sagittarius, sun, Leo, rising. So I can talk, 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 talk. And so now I just really, it takes me a minute. <laughs> but I really try to sit back and listen. And just enjoy and just see what comes up. Mm -hmm. And because I think it's really interesting. I think you do try to listen, but I do see you still thinking. Oh, I think a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there has to be that separation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just listening. Right. Like when I talk, I want you to listen to what I'm saying, not think about what you're going to say next. <laughs> that part. 
That's that good. part. That's good. And you know, my oh, my dad's just like that too. Sometimes I just I'm like, like I know you're not listening, bro. They're re- getting ready to react. No, because to they're, respond to respond. But mm. it's like, but even then, you're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do that too. I do that mm-hmm. too, and I think that's why it's really easy. I think a lot of people do that actually. Um, but anyways, going back to your body, Meditation. listening to what your body was saying more. Okay, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what about listening? <laughs> oh my god, we do do that a lot. Like that was one of the biggest things that I would always tell you. For uh, at one point in our life, I think when I came back, I was just like. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you something. Yeah. And you just interrupt me. Yes. Guessing? Yes. I remember. Yes. Do you Ow. remember? No, but yes. I I don't remember, but I remember. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I do know. Like, you okay. Rem- okay, yeah, you don't remember the specific scenario, right, but, but you I remember. Remember. So, basically, what we're talking about is I would always be super desesperada, super impatient. Annoyed. Annoyed mm-hmm. with my mom whenever we'd have conversations. And I'd be like, oh, I'm oh, yeah. Like that, like that, <laughs> like that. I was just giving an example. Triggered. That's the grass, that's the grass. Um, <laughs> I was showing. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Okay, and we'd be talking and I'd be trying to say something, explain something. Um, oh my God, I have something to tell you. Mm-hmm. And she would just guess, like <laughs> interrupt me and guess. And I'd be like, no. And sometimes in the podcast, you do hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be like, oh, that was super. And mom will be like, emotional. And I'd be like, no. <laughs> like, that is not. Like, listen. Just listen to what I'm saying. Oh, we're not playing guess the next word? No, oh. never have. Never have. But yeah, I think that's going back to what you're still trying to do. And I'm like mm-hmm. that too. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like I'm shitting on you. Yeah, shit on me. So, okay, going back to, and listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> going back to how your body says yes when mm-hmm. you ask a question as a generator. Um, it doesn't feel, <clears throat> it doesn't feel, it. okay, it may feel a little difficult to, to differentiate your body and your mind, right? But the more that you meditate, the clearer you will see mm-hmm. my mind said this, my body said yes. that. It's like two separate fucking things. And so that's where I'm like, oh my God. And so I just needed that confirmation because I think I'm, I'm so in the What head. confirmation? That second, no, yes. Okay. Um, but I think that I'm always so in my head. I'm a thinker. I'm used to living in my head. I'm always in my, I was always in my head. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where yoga has helped me a lot, but to get out of there. But it's just the constant reminder of stop, 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 you know. And so, yeah, it's interesting to start really trusting that your gut, you know, that gut intuition and um, and hearing them, right? Yeah. And actually hearing what they say and trusting that what they say, trusting that they have your back, mm. right? Oh. Whoever you want. Oh, just in general? Like your ancestors, your abuelitos, okay. your abuelitas, your... Your spirit, spirit guides, guides your the, deities, the ascended the masters, your creator, shoot, whoever you, you yeah, whoever, your, your, what is it, your higher self, whoever you believe in, right? Yeah, distrusting, yeah, free falling, but man, so then that, what else was I, te- what else was I telling you about the meditations? It was that, and then also the, for another one, well, just talking to the ancestors. Hearing, and I think that that hearing what you were telling me earlier was that 
you have been asking yourself more questions and mm. hearing the response clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, going back, that I always said, you know, my abuelito always was like, you can hear me, you can hear me. And I'm like, what? I can't hear you. What are you, you talking about? And so now it's like, damn, I, I get it. Like, they're always talking to us, you know. They're always talking to us. And I think that with meditation, you, you learn how to quiet that that thinking part. And like you said, and actually listening and, and, and paying attention to the signs, paying attention to what they're actually trying to tell you. So one of the things that um, I think my first, first signal signs of knowing that my abuelitos were there with me is like seeing the angel numbers, right? One, 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 two, two, two. That's where I started. Then I would go mm-hmm. look them up and see mm-hmm. what they meant. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing like that five, five, five everywhere. Um, I would first start noticing like, oh, it's 5.55. And then started noticing five cents plates and just like, you know, the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like right now, what I see all the time is 369. Three, Dude, it was after the fucking podcast. Dude. Remember podcast episode number nine, did we say? And we were talking about 369 uh-huh. and I was like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you started seeing 369 after hearing the podcast. I've been seeing it everywhere. 369, mm-hmm. So I see 369 everywhere now. And then... Oh, wait. So, wait. Have you been seeing it since since that? Or, like, No, before. Because I started seeing it since the class. class. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, You know, three is a divine number. 369. Um, But the songs, the lyrics, um, the people you see, the people you interact. I don't know if it's it's ever happened to you that you think about a person and they'll call you and they'll text you. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's just all of that that it's, it's... those are all the signs. The signs are in the simple shit. <laughs> yes. And it's like we yes. always, well, me, a while back, I always was like, well, you have to, it's so funny. My first journal ever opening up to like the first few pages, it was like, ancestors, you have to come down. You have to show yourself to me. But it's like really these huge miraculous things that yeah. I was like, only if I see that will I believe. Oh, and it was damn. such bullshit, yeah, I know. Oh, When was this? How old were you? Oh, yeah, like 17. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. Funny. And so now it's like, oh, yeah. wow. Is that when they're all there closing and opening and closing your door and you still didn't believe oh. them? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. They would do that oh. and you were still questioning. Oh, Ta-da. stop. Damn. Because, yeah. Oh, my God, full circle moment. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And I was so fucking... See what fear does to you guys? If you don't understand, go watch... um, Go listen to episode number 10. Because we talk about it. God damn. You did not need to call me out like that. That was so rude. That was so fucking rude. You're welcome. Damn. No, damn. That's crazy, huh? (laughs) What? Okay. Okay. Anyways... Yeah, it's in the really little things. The numbers, the bees, the conversations. I was watching Glee, and this guy was wearing a jacket, and it had 333 on it. Shut the fuck up. Yes, it really is. And then, okay, but then there's that second part of discernment. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like everything is a sign, and you see it for a reason. Everything. 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 I don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck. It's everything. It's everything. Mm -hmm. It's everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Why? Because everything is energy, you are energy, and it just 
I don't know how to explain it. And it's all connected. Because we are energy, and because everything else is energy, we are all connected, mm-hmm. and we are all one. And it's mm-hmm. just moving, just flowing. So whatever comes to you, comes to you for a reason. So then that's where the discernment comes into play, and you have to ask yourself, why am I seeing this? Mm-hmm. Why am I seeing this? I used to be super hardcore. Like, first of all, I'm a Pisces, okay, mm-hmm. and a Virgo rising, and my Neptune is in my fifth house. So are you? So we're really oh, this good. Oh, gonna be like a little crazy. Then let's go. You were talking about crazy. You raised me. I, I know. That's what I was like. Oops. That's why you were like oops, or not until you realized that your Neptune was also in your fifth house. Were you like oops? Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, um. Bro, what? Okay, so oh, you're not crazy. basically you're, you're so okay now because we we have something in common. <laughs> See, you guys, <laughs> you think it's me, but no, 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 yo te veo, yo te veo. So you, the Neptune in fifth house. Basically, what I'm trying to draw is that I'm really good at ilusionándome. So me too. Yeah, you too with the okay. Neptune too. Goddamn. So, so like we. Love Imagine all this stuff. Fake shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. we, we're really good at living in an illusion. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah Especially can... in romantic relationships. Can... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hence, hence my yes. drama. Yes. So basically. So I was living in a fairy tale land for 20 years. Right, right. And so what yeah. I'm trying to say is I saw so many signs that were like telling me my truths. But I would be like, mm, because I didn't have discernment or I had too much mm. discernment that I'd be like, I don't like what I, I see, so mm-hmm. I'm going to make it into something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. I changed all the signs to be something else. Mm-hmm. I changed the signs. I changed... To your advantage. To my reality. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Hard yes. fucking core. And yes. that's where the discernment and being fucking honest with yourself comes into play. Mm-hmm. Oh. So. Oh my God, yes. That is crazy i remember just seeing all these signs at one point like leave 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 run run don't just walk away run oh no it'll be okay why run run towards them right towards them yes yes (laughs) yes but at the end of the day i guess we just learn right yeah we learn from it Mm -hmm. we get better eventually yeah we do and it all happened for a reason. It did. It did. Right? It all happened. It all happened for a reason. Cool. Yeah. So then what else were, did you want to say about the signs? What, did you want to say Um, else? I think, I just want to give some examples, I guess, of signs. I think it's like, it's evil also in the little things, right? Um, I think for me it's happened so many times where like, I'm always running late. But some days I'm like, oh shoot, I'm extra late, right? I had to, I forgot something. I had to run back in the house and I'm so annoyed. And then as I go down like the highway or the street, whatever, there's an accident. Mm-hmm. So it's like those little things like, wow, you know, I, I could have been right there. I could have been in that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, just all those little coincidences of uh, always being there somewhere, but it's a little too late. So it's like all these saving moments, right? Mm-hmm. So we as generators experience these synchronicities, coincidences. Not coincidences. Nothing is a coincidence. Um, But these synchronicities, when we are in alignment, when we are living our truth and doing what we need to be doing more. It's just so cute. Like simple little things like um, just waking up, I think for me, and getting ready to leave in the the morning. I'm not a morning person, right? And so then I'm always like half asleep walking out the house. Mm -hmm. And then it's just the little things, right? Like opening the window for the plants. Mm -hmm. 
and just seeing the sun come in is so cute it's just so you know beautiful and then just seeing the little cats all meow, walking around and then it's just like they're so cute they're like saying bye mm-hmm. it's just those little things that for me it's like being I'm not a morning person so I hate waking up early and I hate having to get up to work so early but then it also reminds me of how blessed right yeah. how blessed we are how blessed I am how blessed I am to be able to go to work and to be there and and get there and, and just such a blessing just for everything that we have and, and just a reminder that our we've worked really hard to get where we're at um, our ancestors have worked really hard to get us where we are mm-hmm. and it just I think that once I don't know I think so for many many years I was used to living in such chaos and such craziness that this calm blissness blissness is just so I don't know just for me it just all all the easy easiness right Mm -hmm. is like a synchronicity for me just Mm. knowing that well yeah it is Mm -hmm. it is well I think it's more than synchronicity well I don't think it's it's the alignment uh it's the flow it's the easy one of my main things is like I've always wanted to go back to school simple always wanted to but it was never a good time and everybody was like go back to law school go to law school go to law school and i'm like okay i'll go to law school but i never wanted to go to law school Mm -hmm. right yeah i can do it but it's not something that i want to so then um just everything kind of got into place and and worked out well and i applied i remember applying to school and then i got really really sick so then i had to like postpone an interview that i had and i was like great i'm not gonna get into grad school and then I was able to, I don't know, they extended the deadline for me. They worked with me on it. And then I just, everything fell into place and I got in. It was crazy. Yeah. Like it was something like I didn't even, like I wanted it, but I wasn't like hardcore fighting for it because I was so, I got so sick. I got mm-hmm. so sick. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a good example of how when you do what it, what you need to do or that what you do, when you do what feeds you or what's for you, the universe will bring it smoothly right with flow you know what i mean and and i think that's what insecurities i think that's what synchronicities are at the same time well what are synchronicities synchronicities are like the signs or where are when everything just aligns and everything is good so like let's say well for me one of the biggest things at one point in my life was transformation i was Mm -hmm. going through a hardcore transformation Mm -hmm. um maybe like when I was like 19 and then again when I was 21 Mm -hmm. and during that time I would see a lot of butterflies Mm -hmm. everywhere 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 and they were yellow Mm -hmm. and yellow for me is my is Oshun Mm -hmm. right so and then Oshun and then number five Mm -hmm. is transformation more Mm -hmm. and it's just right and it's Mm -hmm. connecting with divinity Mm -hmm. so I would see yellow everywhere Mm -hmm. I would see um, like yellow flowers yellow shirts yellow cars um, and then the number five in yellow mm-hmm. and then a yellow butterfly mm-hmm. all in the same fucking day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like out of all the things that I could, that could have caught my attention, I saw yellow five and butterflies. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those are synchronicities. Those oh are gosh. alignments. So then for me, it's like, um, for me, it's Shango, mm-hmm. right? And when I was going through my divorce, I went and bought a red truck. I had a red mm-hmm. purse. I have... When I got a red purse, I had everything red, mm-hmm. and that's his color, and he's a warrior. And so for me, it's like he was there when I needed when I needed to fight, right? When I needed to find that courage, mm-hmm. and so everywhere for me, it was just that warrior energy that he sent me. That he was with me, and mm-hmm. and you know, still is. And with that you me. could survive, and, and that I can survive. Make it out, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that you will rebirth out of this, right. out of the ash, out of the fire, right? The, ash, the fire, the fire, and then the ash. 
And yeah, and like we were talking about seeing three six nine everywhere mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. and three three being the number of pure divinity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. That beautiful that trinity, right? And I was in meditation a few days ago, and um, I was I don't know. They were telling me that my connection with divinity, na na na, was up in Egypt, I don't know, and the pyramids, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. so we were having a moment, and then all of a sudden, my phone rang, I got a notification, three different notifications at the same time, so it was dun dun dun, oh, and it got yeah. me out of my meditation, it was the rudest shit ever, rudest shit ever, really? because I thought that I had turned it off, but uh-huh. I didn't, and so then I like got out of my meditation, like what the fuck, super quick, and then I looked and I did have like the three notifications and then it was 618. Wow. So it so eight being like just infinity and but a beautiful But 8 plus flow. 1 is 9. Oh my god, and then eight. <laughs> oh my god. And then so 6 divisible by 3, right? Mm-hmm. 1 being everything, mm-hmm. the 8 being everything as well mm-hmm. and then 9, so another nine. 3. Mm-hmm. And then I had gotten another notification and they had sent it to me at 608. Mm. And then what else? What else? What else was going on too? And it was just in that moment that I was like, oh! And then I had stopped my timer at thirty-three minutes. Oh wow! And uh, what was it? Oh, in zero point three or something like that. So it was just mm-hmm. all threes across the board. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And so then those were synchronicities that are just so Dana. tiny in like five fucking seconds. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. All about what I had just meditated on. Damn. So everything, no, no matter how fucked up or how rude the three notifications were, <laughs> I was, it was so I could see it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was trying to decide if I'm going to take this trip or not, this trip that I'm going to do. Um, I'm taking a sabbatical. So I was trying to decide, okay, should I take my sabbatical or not? And then I was like, all right, guys. Um, that's how I talk to my spirit guides. I'm like, all right, guys, give me, what should I do? I don't know what to do. Give me a sign. I really want to, but at the same time, I don't want to. And so then Nayeli comes into the car. So when are you taking your trip, your solo trip? And I was like... <laughs> I guess I am. So one of the things that I wanted to add is like, you know how you said you're not a morning person and you started opening things up, like the blinds and seeing the cats. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's just your transcend or just moving past, just looking at it with your two eyes and being Mm -hmm. in your head. You're being more present with your body Mm -hmm. and you're feeling what it's like Mm -hmm. to open up those blinds and look at your plans and mm-hmm. having them indulge in the sun and you're looking at the cats and you're feeling it you know mm-hmm. so it's more of your mind and your body working together mm-hmm. rather than you just being in your mind mm-hmm. which i think is really really beautiful and something that is just such a blessing to experience and i feel like we don't talk about it a lot is when you are going through this transition or this transformation of becoming more present you start feeling so much more. Mm-hmm. You start feeling the mm-hmm. connection that people talk about. And people are like trying to think that, they're trying to understand, and we go back. They're trying to understand the connection that somebody has with mm-hmm. the universe. But it's not about seeing it or understanding it cognitively. Mm-hmm. It's about feeling it. Oh my gosh, and I think that that's why for me it's been exhausting because I, I, I wasn't feeling for mm. so many years, but I wasn't feeling, I was disconnected. 
so then actually feeling things and like feeling it's it's a lot of work like even today like somebody at work was like oh my gosh for not being such a huggy touchy person you're over there giving away lots of hugs right so i was like Mm -hmm. oh thank you sorry i'm so nosy (laughs) because it's so funny because for for the longest time i because i wasn't right Mm -hmm. i don't yeah that's true i was not affectionate i didn't know how to show it so now i'm like well they've come a long way even Mm -hmm. those little things right Mm -hmm. but yeah just feeling it but at the end but but it's exhausting it is i don't know how you guys do it the essence of the universe because you don't have to do it by yourself because you are everything so then you can pull from whatever guides you yeah and going back to that meditation you Mm -hmm. think that it's draining you because Mm -hmm. you are using so much Mm -hmm. of yours but then you have to be like okay help me out guys but at the same time still you Mm -hmm. so bring it back Mm -hmm. you know what i mean oh um i was a synchronicity Mm -hmm. i was thinking today specifically walking out of the gym well just i've been thinking a lot about how i'm just such an introvert like i am so surrounded with you guys you guys like going out doing things being places with people Mm -hmm. and i am not like that at all we take you out and you have that bitch face okay yeah but even then it's like when i'm there maybe like when i'm there i'll enjoy myself but getting me to go there so i've been thinking a lot about how i'm an introvert and don't really like going out Mm -hmm. of my comfort of my space Mm -hmm. um and so i was thinking just more about about it like why like why Mm -hmm. is it a little bit more difficult for me and remember i was watching haunting of hill house and i just really understood one of the characters Mm -hmm. of like they don't like to touch people because they feel everything Mm -hmm. and i was walking out of the gym and i was thinking about that it's like yeah it's like i Mm. I'm finally okay with being an introvert, but for the longest time I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a big key right there that you're around people and you feel so much. Yeah, that's that's the, the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'll talk to somebody and I'll get the vibe, and I'm like, okay, uh, like, yeah, like no, thank yeah. you, I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. it, that's and it's like I'm not opposed. I'm not closed off. I'm just it's super quick you mm-hmm. know what i mean like we mm-hmm. i don't have to sit there for mm-hmm. two hours to fill mm-hmm. it out i already know mm-hmm. and so then you bringing that up again you brought up that you weren't a touchy-feely person mm-hmm. and so those are little synchronicities today oh. because i was thinking oh yeah i totally relate to theo because first of all if i can feel your energy just by looking at you i don't mm-hmm. want to like, oh my god yeah like, i don't want to high five yeah. you i don't nothing like yeah. if i can the fucking door handle <laughs> like no thank you i don't want right. anything that comes with it right. or the fucking barbells you know so and then i was and it was that one thought of i'm not right i don't want to touch you right and then you brought that up oh but that God. doesn't mean that i'm not a touchy-feely person right. i love hugs right with the people that i'm comfortable with right or with the energy and i think that's for me that it's just one, I wasn't even comfortable with my own energy, right? Mm. And so now I've learned I'm comfortable with myself, with my energy. I, you know, I've learned to do that with myself. And then also I've, I've learned how to navigate more out in the world where I don't have to suck in everybody's energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, because that's how I yeah. feel too. Oh, my God. And then I always, like, catch, like, people um, looking at me and I feel like they're just pulling my energy. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I've just been really... Because I've been very careful with my energy now. Mm-hmm. I don't go where I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Generator. I'm, yeah, and I'm very... 
I don't know. I'm so, I'm a lot more because I'm really social. <laughs> Super duper social. <laughs> when I want to be and when I'm comfortable in a situation, forget it. But now what I do is I don't. Um, I've always felt like I have to turn it on. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and so now I've just. I'm really working on being more real, being more present, and not having to turn it on. Mm-hmm. So I'll only do it if I feel like it. And if mm-hmm. I don't, I won't. Like me, I've learned how to navigate with all my walls up, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I work, especially especially because of the job I do. Oh, my God. If I did not have my walls up and my protections up, I would just be absorbing all these people's energy and I'd be losing my goddamn shit. Right. right? And I understand that. I understand that. And I think it goes back to the perspective, too, though. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was operating from trauma with like men with mm-hmm. my stalker and all that shit, mm-hmm. then I um, felt like every person that would look at me, mm-hmm. especially a man mm-hmm. that would look at me, mm-hmm. I would be in freak out mode and mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah. my god. So I think, and then yeah. when I healed that trauma, regulated my nervous system, mm-hmm. my perspective changed. Mm-hmm. The story that I was telling myself changed. Yeah. If you're there yeah. looking at me, whatever i'm gonna keep mm-hmm. doing whatever the fuck i'm doing mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and my energy and that my a my mentality and my perspective by itself created a container for my energy oh so you're saying okay so i guess it's not necessarily when people look at me i think when people are really close to me i feel like when they're in oh, my bubble yeah. in my energy bubble I'm yeah like, that shit pisses i'm me like off. scooting over right i'm like Oof. <laughs> like today mm-hmm. i had i did yoga for everybody and I, I made sure i had a lot of space i'm like oh make sure you can don't get close. I need. To- <laughs> <laughs> don't get close. Don't get close. Cause I don't know these people, yeah. right? And I don't. Yeah. I don't really. I don't mind it, but sometimes I'm like, give me some space. Mm-hmm. Give me some space. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel mm-hmm. that. And for the longest time, it would anger me, like yeah. anger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, and I slowly transitioned to. Okay. Fine. That's so nice. You and and I mean? for me, I feel like so before... Just don't touch me. If you touch me, game over. That's such a thing for me. Like, I do not... Yeah. Don't touch me. You it's like I mean? the whole... Oh, my God. You know that story in the Bible where there's like... Um, Jesus was walking down somewhere and this woman touched him. And then he turns around, who touched me? And Because yeah. the person mm-hmm. got healed. Mm-hmm. Is that you? Who touched Who me? Who touched me? Yeah, Loki. Well, yeah. no one touches me because I put it out there. Don't fucking touch me. Woo. So, ah! <laughs> so if I give you a hug. One of the things that I've really learned, this is when I know I'm growing. Oh, my God. That people that, oh, my God, that really annoy me, got on my nerves, drive me nuts, that now I'm learning how to see them with eyes of compassion and mm-hmm. love. And I'm just like, oh, pobrecitos, they need a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I switched that mentality. We're like, oh, my God, FTP to, oh, I'm so sorry. You know? Yeah. And I think that's really, I don't know. It's just amazing how I've been able to switch that and just realize how much they actually need that love, that attention, that, mm-hmm. that you know, mm-hmm. instead of just that. I, I guess I can be more empathetic and see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm, right. That part, yeah. And that has, oof, that's been hard. Really hard. Because I'm yeah. a very, I don't know, my personality is just very, I'm very black or white. Right? I don't know. Ego. I don't, huh? Ego, too. Oh, yeah. Which I'm working on. Right, right, But right, I, right, I right, don't right. know how to function in the gray. Um, so it's either yes or no. It's not a maybe. Mm-hmm. It's a, you you do this to me if, fuck you're over here so it's it just that whole that i don't have i, I used to not have that uh, flexibility right mm-hmm. and so i'm really working in that space now of allowing it and, and being more 
not as rigid because I was really yeah. rigid as well with myself. Yeah, no, I understand mm. you 100%. Yeah. And I think it has to go too with the trauma. Oh, yeah. So for me, one of the big, big reasons, big ways that I learned and, and was able to hear my ancestors is when I would ask a question and I would start feeling tingling, right? Tingling, feel like sensation, like cold. Um, and that's one of the main, main, um, that's how I started finally listening to them. Just hearing that little tingle, feeling that little tingle, and that'd be like confirmation that yes, yes, they're here. It's an answer. Yes, it's you know that I'm on the right path. Mm, the ringing in the ears, mm -hmm. the burps, mm -hmm. literally, mm -hmm. just. But you have to connect with your you body. Have you have to, and then you have to also set up like a language with them, right? Mm. Be like, okay, well, show me a red, show me red when it's a no. Mm -hmm. Well, me. those are how generators. Oh. Generators operate like that. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you what the other ones operate. Oh. But last time in one of the podcasts, we did talk about how everyone can do it. Everyone can everyone. connect with your ancestors. Everyone. But there's a way that it will come easier for you. Yeah. And for everyone. generators, when it comes to asking questions or getting something or getting something answered, the best way is by ask, telling your mm -hmm. ancestors, setting up mm -hmm. that if it's red, bring mm -hmm. me a red rose if the answer is this, or mm -hmm. make it rain if the answer is that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then I've learned to, one of the things I ask questions and I feel that. And then also another thing that I just remembered. <laughs> We've been talking a lot, a lot about patience. I was mm -hmm. talking to Sophia about patience and just talking about patience. And then I was on the treadmill the other day. And then this little old lady went and stood right next to me, got on the treadmill right next to me. The whole row <laughs> is empty. Whole row is fucking empty. There's like what, 12, 13? <laughs> she gets her right next to me. I'm like, it's okay. I don't mind. I probably stink a little, so it's okay. The joke's on you. Then she gets her phone, puts it right next to me on my side. It's on this side. I'm right here. I'm right here. She puts the phone right here. Full blast! <laughs> Watching their Netflix show. And I'm like, God damn. I was like so annoyed. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I still have like another mile to go. I was like, no, it's okay. I went all the way on my headphones, all the way, and I could still hear her show. Oh! <laughs> and it's so funny, because I think that's, like, the cutest thing ever. Like, they... And then I told you, what if they yeah. just felt safe with you? You yeah. know what I mean? So that, so that I was going through it, right? Inside, I was, like, so annoyed. Annoyed, pissed off, and then I was like... And then I got to that point, you know what? Maybe she just felt comfortable, felt protected. So I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I took it. So I just put my volume down and listened to her show. Or she was protecting you. Oh, she was protecting me, wow. What if she was one of your ancestors? Aw, my cute little viejitos. Cool. But you know what? And I didn't think about that. My grandpa would love to walk. And he wouldn't go to the gym, but he would walk um, um, from his house to my mom's house. And it was like 12 blocks. And he would walk over every morning. And then if my mom was still sleeping, he'd start watering the lawn. Drink his little coffee in his same little coffee mug. So, okay. Maybe it was him. Yeah, and he had been him. popping up a lot for a while. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right. I see, I see you now. Hmm. Took a moment. Okay, well, I think just paying attention, right? Noticing all the little things. Um, like Nayeli said, you don't, don't expect them to come down and show themselves. You know, they mm -hmm. show themselves with music, with lyrics, with signs, with the birds, with the color colors the do color, everywhere the, somebody bringing something up whatever you know your neighbor says i mean it's everywhere it's in the everywhere. little things yeah it's and your cat coming up to you right when you're asking a question yeah. and then your cat comes up to yeah. you yeah 
And so it's just a matter of paying attention. Yeah. It's being in the, more present. It's like you sit outside and pull weeds. All right. All right, y'all. So thank you so much for your time, for your space, um, for allowing us to be in your energy. Don't forget to follow us. Hija del Maíz. Oh, yeah. TikTok, Instagram. And then the nay underscore area is my handle on every platform. Um, I go live and I do readings, healing sessions, whatever you're looking for. Ah, shit. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>